everyone, it's Minnie. I'm back for episode four. I know it's been a while since I've made anything or have posted anything for this podcast. And that's because, you know, pandemic happened and school happened and everything turned into online, even though I'm used to things online, just not school. So it's been very hard to transition, but I feel like I'm in a better place to do this considering I have so much to come out for you guys. I'm very excited. So this episode is with my very good friend, Dab, and we speak politics and it's a really long one. So there's not going to be an outro so i look forward to you guys tuning in in a couple days when i post the last two episodes for mi barrio that's right last two and I, it's kind of bittersweet i'm excited but enjoy this one and i'll see you soon mi gente que te vaya bien con todo welcome to my podcast <laughs> oh my god i'm excited i'm really excited yeah, no, I was actually really looking for, like, I love doing interviews in general, but I was like, looking forward to this because I'm like, hey, this is international-ish, sort of. I'm like, so I, I'm- I just love talking. Me too. This is why this is going to go really bad and really good at the same time because I like to talk as well. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of footage to, like, clip through, yeah. But for people that are kind of tuning into this podcast, tell me what you're stuttering. Um, you're study- <laughs> stuttering. Tell me what you're studying, where you go, and, like, kind of, like, like, uh, like okay, icebreaker. You- Okay, I'm calm. I'm calm. You know I'd be stressing. You know I'd be stressing. You're still okay. stressing. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> okay, are you right? Okay, here. So my name is Deb. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm 19, and I am currently a sophomore in college. Um, I go to California State University, Los Angeles, which is a public university in LA, a four-year university, and I am studying political science as well as free legal studies. So I'm a double major. Dang, you really fancy. I'm over here being a student and you're like, yeah, I'm doing all this like degree, fancy, political, all this. I'm like, cool, cool. It's not fancy. It's really not. It's just a lot of reading and writing. That's all I do every single day. Girl, I'm reading and writing now and I regret everything in my life. (laughs) I don't know how you do it. I think I took history for two years of my life and then I was like, bye, not doing history anymore. Really? Oh my gosh, I love history. I love if history. I learn something, I do history. I love history. I just don't like history when it has to do with actually doing the work for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. So you grew up in LA. I did grew, grew up. I did grow up in LA, yes. If, if I were to go there, you could pinpoint tourist areas and you can say like, yeah, this is what's going on and all this fun stuff. Um, That's a tough question to answer because los angeles is such a big city Uh geographically um i don't know if you've ever looked at los angeles like just a map of it yeah it's It's really oddly shaped and it's huge it's a giant giant city so there's different things going on in different parts of the city i'm from east los angeles which tends to have a more um um heavy hispanic population mm-hmm. so what's going on over oh. here isn't the same as what's going on over in south la by Compton and stuff so where do you fit in in terms of like the ethnic groups like where is your ethnic group you know <laughs> i'm 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 a, I'm a weird one because um i'm white on my dad's side and on my mom's side i'm native american i'm part of the seneca cayuga tribe Ooh. here in the states but when people ask me what ethnicity I am, I, I usually just say white because I look white and I, I sound white. <laughs> but I did grow up in, in East LA. So I grew up around uh, a lot of Hispanics and Latinx population as well as um, African-Americans. Like in my high school, there was like six white people to like 1,500 
actual students. Girl, we have a different kind of like grow up. Like in middle school, I think I was one of the three people that, well, I did, wasn't white. Like I'm not white, but I look white so that I was grouped in there. But like, no, I never really felt any different than my peers. But it wasn't even until high school where it was me and then everybody else was white so it's like damn we have a whole different kind of like a thing but i think the similarities here is that you're from a big city and you were in an area where it's saturated with a lot of minorities where i was it's kind of different here in toronto so toronto doesn't have a big latino hispanic group and I actually like that you use Latinx because I talked about that in another interview and I was like, oh, cool. She knows about it. Hey. I do. I got it. Yeah, I know. So like I actually Googled something. I wanted the percentage. So the percentage of Latin people in 2020 in Toronto is 2.7%. So when I Googled LA, it's huge. You can already tell the difference between the two of us. Like even sometimes when I talk to you, I'm like, this girl is more Hispanic than me. Yeah, that's, that's why I was mentioning how I it's complicated because i i definitely identify as a white person because i know i can't understand the struggles of minorities Mm -hmm. because of my skin color i'll never understand that and i'm not going to put myself in their shoes but i've been a witness to it firsthand and their culture and um everything they do but i i definitely am familiar with some of their culture and their language and stuff like that I need to ask you this question as your major and where you live and as you as an American. How do you ask about him? It's fine. (laughs) How do you feel about Donald Trump? Let me tell you a short story just to to set the scene here. Okay. Um, In 2016, I was in high school. In high school, I was in marching band and we had practice that day. So we were all out on the field. Um, but our focus wasn't on the instruments or playing or marching around and making the show look good. It was on our phones because that was the night of the presidential election because we hold elections on Tuesday for some stupid reason. Okay. So that's a completely different tangent. Um, again, my high school was a majority Hispanic or Latinx. Um, and I just remember people calling out like across the field like um trump gained electoral votes hillary gained electoral votes and at the end of practice was when we found out that trump had gained enough electoral college votes to to be our president incumbent and and i just remember so many people just crying because they were so afraid because a lot of them aren't documented where they're working on getting their citizenship but it's a process that takes a ridiculously long amount of time and and it was so harrowing you know to know that people's lives would actually genuinely be affected by this and that's something that's just always stuck with me whenever i think about trump i remember the genuine fear in my peers eyes and they were like 16 17 teenagers there were kids and it the fact that it scared them that much i think really um says a lot about who he is as a person and what people think about him as president honestly you got me emotional i'm like here about to cry i'm i'm emotional thinking about it no like i i under you know it's funny like Mm -hmm. i know when he got into it i'm just like well this is this is it this is bad like this is Something's going to go down, right? Yeah, because the United States is a is a hegemon in world politics. So 
what the United States does does set the stage for a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And the fact us as a powerful country, the fact that we would vote in someone with that perpetuates such hateful rhetoric for minorities is just like terrible. Like I, I there's no words to describe. Yeah, there really isn't. And I was worried. I'm like, okay, what if like my grandma just got citizenship a while back, but Honestly, citizenship, gaining it while you're a minority, you, it can be taken away real quick. And with Trump's government, I don't it trust can. him. I don't trust him. Yeah. I'm getting chills talking about this. I'm just like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. I can't with Donald Trump. Like he's, you got to deal with the bad to have the good. Obviously, by the tone of your voice, you don't like Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And I, I am white on my dad's side. So I do have like relatives that vote for donald trump like they voted for him in the 2016 election and it literally makes me sick every time i talk to them he pushes forth a rhetoric of hate towards minorities you could see it right when he got put into office when he did that muslim ban that was unconstitutional which is why the appellate courts blocked it i just don't understand because the united states is built on a nation of immigrants Without immigrant labor or anything like that, the United States would not be the hegemon it is today. And the fact that he's so openly denying people the privilege of becoming, well, I say privilege, but is it really a privilege with him as, you know, the president? Nothing he does makes sense. The only thing he's good at is economy. And that's because he's a businessman, not a politician. Where did you take this? Whoa. Because that's something to even consider. It's like you make a mess for these people that are innocent and they want to start again. And you say, no, I'm just going to leave you there so you can like basically die with the rest of your country. Exactly. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I hate him. And I don't like him. And I really hope that this upcoming election, we can get someone in the office that actually knows politics and how to do things without, you know, tweeting about it. Like, why does he have a Twitter? That's so dumb. They need to take his Twitter away from him because he says so much shit that he shouldn't say. And you know what? Okay, sorry. I'm really going out of here. <laughs> I, <was, laughs> I was really like, whoa, go off, but sis. <laughs> have you been heard, hearing about the impeachment trials? I don't know if that's like important. Okay, the impeachment trial. The, here's how I feel about the impeachment. It's too late. It's literally too late. You're going to have an election again in, what, November? He still has some political power, and he's still doing so much damage. So what is the impeachment? Just so the media and the rest of the world can have some kind of sense of calm? That's a false sense of calm because nothing's really changing. So I agree that nothing's really changing, but there is more politics in that. This is why I don't like politics. There's too many loopholes. I'm just like, I know, I know. I need it to be one way with the exact answer. I don't need loopholes. I I get enough loopholes here. Hold up, I need to find the actual. Oh no, she's actually googling. I need to. Like the final thing, Hillary Clinton got 66 million votes, and Donald Trump got 63 million votes. But, like, again, how did he win? We have this thing called the Electoral College in the United States. And basically, every single state is allocated, allocated, allocated a, um, like, an amount of voters. It's it's hard to explain, but it's stupid is what it is. Because (laughs) even though Hillary won the popular vote, the states she won didn't have enough Electoral College votes to actually push her over the uh, 50% mark. Brain hurts. 
yeah, I need I need to find somebody who's really great at Canadian politics because I'm here like this is what I know which is very minuscule compared to you and this textbook of knowledge versus of the election and all of your that's laws. Because I study political science. Yeah, I know that's I'm what gonna, that's what I'm saying. I need to find somebody. I need to find somebody in law or politics and just like have you two have this conversation and me just being like. I'm crying because I don't know what's going on. I'm just listening at this point. I don't know. Stage right? Where am I going? Hello? Whenever Trump gets brought up, I just start complaining. No, I it, have it's, so much to say about No, it. but it's fine. Yeah. Like it, it, it all meshes in at some point. So, like, it's great mm-hmm. that you know so much. Like, it's, it's good for me. And I like that you talked a lot. I'm, I'm happy that you came on to my podcast. And... Honestly, keep doing you because you're opinionated and you're very firm in what you believe in. And I don't know. I love you. You know that. So. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to do this because I love I love ranting. I really do. Honestly, just just have a podcast on your own. Talk about politics. I, I, <laughs> rec- on my own. I recommend politics it. Dab. Yeah, literally politics with dab. Literally, I will listen to it and be like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm supporting <laughs> this bitch right here. Thank you so much for coming on this show thank you for having me i know i said there wasn't gonna be an outro but i kind of figured there's some time left so why not thanks for listening to episode four of me barrio which is politics with dab and i will see you in a couple days for episode five and i will see you next week or maybe earlier for episode six gracias mi gente por todo y ciao